the school is out. Which means it's time for Hi Kids. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 12 years old. Coming up on Hi Kids today, I'm going to be speaking to Stuart Windram and he is the manager at the Junior Engineers for Africa. I'll be speaking to him in a little while, so stay tuned. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 Hi FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 12 years old. I have Stuart Windram with me, the manager at the Junior Engineers for Africa. So send your questions to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Lex. Are you ready to start the questions? Absolutely. So let's do it. Cool. So what does JEFA stand for? So I think you've answered your question already in uh, Junior Engineers for Africa. Oh. So that's <laughs> Can't our, even notice. our acronym. <laughs> <laughs> um, but JEFA is really kind of a... Uh, it's a name that we use to encompass a lot of things that we do, and I think we'll, as we go through our interview, we'll, we'll talk a bit more about what exactly we do. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, Junior Engineers for Africa. Yeah. And what does Je- JEFA do? So, at JEFA, um, obviously with our name, Junior Engineers, um, we, we really focus on introducing kids to intrage- uh, engineering principles. Um, we like to play with robots, introduce robotics and programming. And uh, we have a, a branch of JEFA, or, or yeah, well, that's what we call Junior Engineers for Africa, um, is called Brain Builders. And Brain Builders is all about critical thinking and learning how to think differently, learning how to think logically and, um, and just stimulating people's brains. Uh, and what is the main goal at your school? So I wouldn't really call Jeffer a school. We're more of an organization that oh. uh, is, is focused on um, getting people excited about robotics and technology <laughs> and engineering and, and trying to um, introduce people to those, introduce kids to those fields because they're really, really important um, in industry. And it's something that I'm really passionate about. Um, and, and yeah, so, so our, our main goal is to just get people excited about learning. So, um, what programs do you offer at your organization? We've got a lot of programs that we mm. offer at, at JEFA, um, and they fit mainly into two categories. We have what we call invasions, where our JEFA team will come into a school and we will run workshops for the whole junior school or the whole um, the whole school and, and in smaller schools, and um, we give everybody a hands-on learning experience that covers a broad range of topics. So um, we will look at structures and um, simple machines in, in one workshop or um, some of our, our brain builder workshops are where we uh, teach people how to play four-player four chess um, or we teach people how to juggle. And, uh, and it's all just ways of learning differently, teaching, teaching people how to think differently and, and do new things that stimulate your brain. So... That's what we would do in an invasion. Sometimes we go into a school for an entire week and we just take over the whole school and we will run um, workshops that, that fit in with the curriculum that the teachers are teaching at the time. Um, and then we also uh, 
we haven't done so much in the past, but we're reintroducing it is where we're running um, Lego clubs in schools after after school as an extramural program, which we're really excited about. And hopefully in the next week or so, those will um, those will start kicking off again for this year. That's so awesome. And do you offer any other special programs at your organization or no? I would say all of our programs are special. Mm. <laughs> and uh, so... Can I ask, what is robotics? Okay, so um, robotics is kind of what started us all off um, or started us off as an organization. We were really keen on robotics. I started Jeffa um, with Brenda, um, who's my mom, and uh, she was very forward-thinking and she always really encouraged us to do um, new and exciting things, and robotics was one of them. And so robotics is is really a difficult um thing to really give a clear definition on because it's so big. It's what we would say a very interdisciplinary subject where um, all sorts of fields incorporate robotics, but I would say that if something's to be really classified as a robot, it needs to be programmable. So we need to be able to give it instructions, and we generally use a computer for that. And it's also got it's got to have a, a, a physical part of it. So it's, it's programming and machines combined. So... How do you teach young children the concepts of engineering? Okay, so that's where Lego comes in um, a lot of for a lot of what our, what we do is we use Lego to teach these engineering principles and these robotics principles, but we do it through play. So we have a lot of fun in our workshops and. By building robots, by exper- experiencing, if we're looking at engineering principles, the concept of gears. The concept of gears is like. If I try and teach it to you, explain it to you um, just in words, it's really very difficult to understand. But if you can experience how gears work, that's, that's where you can really learn and you can understand how gears work, how levers work, how, um, how these, these different sensors on the robots that we've got in front of us work. And so our, our core themes for um, or approaches to learning are experiential learning and what we call inductive learning. And inductive learning is the idea that we learn best when we experience it ourselves and we can connect the um, principle that we're supposed to be learning in a way that makes sense to us. Wow. And (laughs) what is the least and most amount of children you teach per session? Sure. Um, We normally have a minimum of about 10 kids. Um, Sometimes it's even less, eight or or six, for the extramural classes that we run. But... I think we run a an event for one of the schools in Joburg where we teach 700 learners in one day. It's the entire school. Wow. That's pretty amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be right back after this. You're listening to Hi Kids on 101.9 High FM. This is Hi Kids for Kids by Kids. My name is Lexi Abramson and I'm 12 years old. Today I have Stuart Windram from the Junior Engineers for Africa, in studio with me. If you have any questions for him, you can send an SMS to 34519 or WhatsApp to 061-895-1019 or call on 010-140-140-30020. Before we carry on with the questions, I'm going to remind you what the tongue twister is. It is a big black bug, and you can win a prize from Kid and Co. 
Co. <laughs> Let me read this. Start this. You could win a prize from Killing Co. So, Stuart, may I ask what's in f- on the table with us? Okay, so we've got some uh, example models of, of some robots that we've built with the Lego Mindstorms EV3, which is one of the sets that we use in our courses. And we've got over here, which is the um, robot arm. It's got some uh, Lego name, which I can't remember at the moment. <laughs> um, but it's the we'll robot arm. Army. And um, this arm is, is uh, sort of a robotic controlled arm, so it can pick up and sort various items according to their color and pack them into the right places and um, it's what we would call a five axis robot because it can move up and down actually sorry three axis it doesn't it can't move at an angle but it can move up and down forwards and back and left and right and then it's got that gripper that you can see on the front which is um, what we use to pick things up so basically, it's a gi- it looks like a giant arm made of Lego with a lot of wires attached to it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And then we have um, this little robot over here, which is pretty much like a Lego robot He's Sedgeway. Cute. He's got a cute eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and he balances on two wheels and drives around. Um, wow. So I think, I mean, I can't think of any real uses for him other than a security guard <laughs> to guard your bedroom door um, because he stands and he looks very serious uh, although I guess he looks kind of cute too so yeah, I wouldn't really be scared off by him but when he drives at you you're going to get scared do you want to do you want to turn him on and see what uh, what he does oh yes please <laughs> okay <laughs> one second okay <laughs> I'm pushing the button I'm scared. Did you press it hard enough? There we go. Okay, it's waking up. Sorry. Oh. All right, so now he's balancing, and he's come so, off that little stand that he was sitting on. So how is he able to balance? He's balancing through what we call a gyro sensor. And a gyro sensor is a robotic sensor that is measuring change in um, position and just like in your cell phone, when you pick up your cell phone and uh, you, what are the things that your cell phone does? I've gone blank now. Um, <laughs> what do you use your gyro sensor for? Or your Wii remote? Have you have you ever played tennis on a Wii? Yes, it moves while you. It kind of copies what you're doing in real life. Exactly. It it. Exactly. So th- a Wii remote has a gyro sensor in it, and that's giving the robot feedback. Um, and as it tilts forwards, it compensates with the motors and it pushes it backwards. Um, and if it starts falling backwards, then it starts going forwards so that you it, it's constantly compensating and staying upright. So if you, like to happen, push him, what would happen? Well, give it a try and see. Whoa. Careful he doesn't fall off the table. <laughs> He's falling off the table. Oh. oh, that's what happens. Yeah, now you've knocked him out. It looks like he died. Okay. okay, stand him up on a stand, and then you can press that touch sensor at the back, and you'll recalibrate him, and oh, okay. he'll start balancing again. This is super cool. I want this in my house. Okay, so I can push the button again. You can press that button at the back. Boop. And then this. Hmm. He seems to not want to wake up He's again. He's very tired. Yeah, try, try him now. Boop. Oh. Okay, I think he's waking up. There we go. This is awesome. <laughs> Can I take him home? <laughs> so if you push him too hard, 
he'll fall over and look like he passed out. Yeah, because he can't. It, it, he can only respond so fast. He's not as advanced as as you are in in your balance skills. If I could give him a little nudge, and he'd just go back to his original space. Yeah, because he wants to stay in that position because that's what his sense is telling him. That's that the sense is saying that's where I'm, I started and that's where I need to end. He's trying to go off the table again. <laughs> So let's move him. <laughs> let's see if we move him side. He looks very serious. Well, he doesn't have a mouth. Go. He only has eyes. He's very cute. And is he blinking at you? Yes, he is. <laughs> so that's all. That's all things that we can program. That's in his programming code to make him blink like that. You can change his his. So what type of age kids could program him or do anything like this? We generally have the. Robotic stuff um, for like with this EV3 robot for the older the older age group. So we started about eight or nine, our okay. grade grade eight or nine, and eight I mean, or nine. Yeah, oh. and then we go all the way up to um, matric with this. I mean, I'm I've just finished my masters at uh, in industrial design at the University of Johannesburg, and I still have a lot of fun with these. And I've been studying at university for six years. So Lego is awesome. Oh. Anybody yeah. can have fun with Lego. And so, like, he has, like, where his hand should be, he has, like, these two big, like, shining lights, like lasers. What are those? So, the one on the right-hand side is a light, uh, at least a color sensor. So, that's going to measure different colors and, and ambient light. And then the one on his left hand is an ultrasonic sensor. And the mm. ultrasonic sensor measures distance, just like a bat sees things with his ears. Um, using ultrasonic sounds that it makes so he doesn't fly into things in the dark. So can you only control the robot on a computer? Because it seems like you programmed him on a computer or something like that. Yes, so remember my definition that I gave earlier on that we need to have a program but we also need to have a machine. And so when we start to Use, we can control this re- with um, remote control. So I have a Bluetooth app on my cell phone, which I can use to control these um, robots. And what's the app called? The app is called Lego Mindstorms Commander. Mm. And so I can use my cell phone as a remote control for this robot, but then it doesn't really, it's not robotics anymore by sort of a pure definition. I would say that it's more of a really cool remote controlled car that you can customize. And so what about this crane hand guy? So I've just logged on to the crane with my phone. Let's see if the Bluetooth will allow me to move some of his... He's dying now. So... I'm starting to get the hang of this thing. (laughs) Thank you. So my remote, I can use to control the different motors on the um, robot arm here. And you can see you can create your own um, command platform so if we click over here we can say do we want a joystick do we want a horizontal slider for moving the motors do we want a vertical slider do we want a button that turns motors on and off so there's a whole lot of different things that we can use to control this arm and to control each of its actuators that's a that's a another word for one of the motors so this this robot's got three of three motors in it oh there he goes (laughs) and uh and so if I say we want a button for the motor, we can select that and we can say add. And there we've got a button. So now if I go into um, running the app, I'm going to connect to 
See, his name is Quirt. You're going to have to come up with a better name his for that. His name's going to be Robert because he's a robot. That's a pretty cool name. Yes. So now you can see here. Wow. Now I'm controlling. He's opening his hand, the crane yep. uh, hand. So now if we add another another uh, button, we can create his hand, make his hand open, and then we can make his hand close. So let's bring one of those in. Like, I didn't actually kind of describe the robot. It looks like he has wires for hair. <laughs> That's what I'm going to say. <laughs> yeah. I like him. <laughs> He's really fun to play with. It feels like messing with a robot. It's like, hey, don't move me. <laughs> <laughs> so now we can see I can make him close his claw and I can Whoa. make him open his claw. Come on. Open sometimes doesn't want to do what I ask him to but do. But he is moving. <laughs> he is moving. Let's see if we can add in another one. This is the most amazing thing. So could you... I'm just looking at this thing. And basically, I can say I'm amazed, yeah. I'm glad that you're so, amazed. So does the crane also have these sensors or no? The crane has a color sensor over here, and that color sensor is what we use to... Um, tell the crane what to do so if we put an orange block in front of it it will pick up an orange block or it will find an orange block and put it in a specific location mm. and each motor in that's or the, the actuators that we we're talking about just now has what we would call a um, encoder in it which then we can use to tell it exactly how far it must move up and down. So when we're programming it, this 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 robot's not so great for remote control because you need quite a lot of control, and it's much mm. easier to control those things using a program than using a remote because we don't we're not very exact when we're pressing buttons and things. Yeah, and so while we're just controlling, while you're just setting him up, I'm going to carry on with our questions. All right. So, what is your job at Jeffa? Sure, that's a very difficult question to answer. Um, we're a relatively small company at the moment, so um, we've got about five permanent staff. And he likes I'm, going over the table. <laughs> you can press that grey button if you want him to stop. I like him to die. I'm kidding, though. No. I like it when he goes his red, his X eyes. It's really cute. It's cute that he dies. Yeah. So, can you control his facial expressions and all of that? Yes, you can. With your program, you can change his facial expressions. So you can make him have a happy face. You can make him have a sad, sad face. He looks very can, cross. He looks pretty angry now, so that's probably his angry face. Yes. So anyway, as you were saying, yeah. Yes, yeah, so I'm very much involved in um, the administration of, of the company, but I also get to play with a lot of Lego. I build um, models. I'm designing material and workshops that we run in schools. And um, sure, yeah, uh, planning things, planning events is a, is a, a massive task for us. And um, I guess whatever needs to be done at this stage. <laughs> yeah. Okay, we're going to just switch them off for now. Okay. So, also, how many people work for you? Um, like, how they help? So, what we do is we've got a whole lot of students and um, uh, part-time facilitators when we've got really big events. So, in the case of when we're teaching a few hundred students in a, in a morning, we'll get um, a whole lot of uh, people in to help us, and most of them are 
um, trained specifically to be able to teach this um, the, the principles effectively. And then the core team of us are a, a mix of, of people. Um, one of my uh, colleagues, um, Robin, is a trained helicopter pilot, actually. Wow. And, uh, and so that's, you get to go places. <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, although flying helicopters is pretty expensive, so mm. I, I, I haven't, he hasn't taken me on a trip yet. That's not nice. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and, uh, and we've got some teachers involved, um, and I'm a qualified industrial designer. So my focus is is product design, and um, yeah, I think yeah. that's the that's the core of our, our team, and and obviously Brenda who pulls everything all together, and um, she's she's a really really awesome mom, and um, she does everything. She's very very resourceful in in, and she's really been one of the the um, main reasons why we are where we are. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> And so, what do you love most about your job? Hmm, I'm I'm really really passionate about teaching. I I love inter- interacting with people and and getting them excited about um, robots and programs. And look, I mean, does anybody really not want to play with Lego for their job? Who doesn't? Yeah, exactly. So I don't play enough with the Lego, but I play with Lego almost every day. Really? <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could. And so what is the most difficult part of your job? Hmm. I think that it's planning the events and making sure that they're incredible and awesome and that they are customized and, and suited to each school that we go into. Um, we really spend a lot of time thinking about that. And, and just logistically, we've got a, an enormous amount of Lego and equipment that we have to transport um, forwards and backwards to schools. So that's pretty major, and uh, it's, it's, it's quite a difficult task. So what made your mom and yourself start the organization? Well, actually, Jeff has started off as a outreach program. Um, we started as a robotics team when I was 14, and uh, we, we, as part of this robotics club that we were involved in, we were programming and designing robots for the first Lego League competition, which is a really cool competition that if, you, if you're keen on robotics, you should check out. Um, and part of that, that robotics competition is, an, is, is to share what you've learned with others. So we decided we would t- start teaching using the Lego at an AIDS orphanage and uh, that that started there, and then people came to us. Some of our friends and, and and other people came and said, "Well, you know, we want we want these lessons too, and we, we're willing to pay for them." So that's kind of where Jeff started, and that was all the way back in 2006. And so it's grown a lot. It's it's grown slowly, but it's grown steadily, and it's it's really really exciting to see where it's come. And what don't you really love about your job? <laughs> Going into the sad part. Sure. Um, I think that one of the, the, the biggest things that I'd like to, to be able to do is to have a longer lasting impact in schools. When, when we go, I get to see guys um, for, for a morning, and I feel like it would, be, it would be great to be able to be in a school for a lot longer, to have a, a longer lasting um, interaction with people. So that's that's kind of sad because you go into a school, you have a lot of fun, and you meet all these new people, and then you have to leave. And uh, we we go to um, schools 
all over southern Africa. Uh, last month we were in Botswana running some workshops up in a school in Francistown. Wow. And, uh, and they were a really, really cool bunch of people. And, yeah, it was sad to have to leave. Um, and also uh, we, we do quite a lot of traveling, which, which I'd like to do a little bit less of. But um, it's, it's huge amounts of fun at the same time. So going back to the robots, who designs the robot? Who designs them? So these two robots were example models that were designed by Lego. And uh, Hello, Lego. <laughs> you're listening. <laughs> you're, you're awesome. Um, <laughs> but uh, a lot of the Lego models that we use in our courses um, have been designed by me or one of the, t- the members in our wow. team, which is pretty cool. Uh, we've we've got a huge amount of what we would say what we would call original material where we've designed our courses and our models ourselves. So that's quite a lot of fun. And how long do you, does the robots take, like, to set up one make? Like, how long did it take to build this wheel robot? So it's a difficult question to answer because it depends on how much experience you have in building Lego models. I would say I'm pretty advanced in building <laughs> models. I've been doing it for, like, close to 20 years. Wow. Because I started with Lego <laughs> when I was little. And uh, so... I built these models last night to, and I was, I finished one of them this morning. Um, and, uh, and so, um, this, this model should take about 45 minutes or an hour if you, if you're pretty quick. And most of the time when we're doing robotics workshops, our minimum uh, course time will be two hours a session because it takes about an hour to build a robot. And then we've got to program it and, and play with it and experiment, experiment with it. And then we've got to pack it away. So. That's always, you know, that's the sad part, right? Why don't you just leave it out? No, but then we want to build other things too. But you just got to keep it and admire (laughs) it. (laughs) (laughs) And so how does someone contact you if they want to come to your school? Not your school, your organization. Yeah, if you'd like us at your school, you can send us an email at info at jeffa, so it's J-E-F-A dot C-O dot Z-A, and we do have a website. We're busy updating our website, so it's quite quite old at the moment. Um, but it's got all of our contact details on it, and you can get us there at www.jefa.co.za. And can you tell me your typical day? My typical work yeah, day? your typical work mm. day. Well, if we're at a school, my team was at a school t- today. They left really early this morning, I think at quarter past six. Mm. And... Uh, and then they were at the school. They set up the different workshops that they would be running. And then at about 7.30, I guess, after assembly and when school the, the kids start coming into school, um, the grades are separated and we, we start our, our workshops. And we'll run workshops until about 1 o'clock. Um, and... In the afternoon, then that's when we have our afternoon courses um, after school. So um, sometimes I've got a day at the office where I have time to prepare for the upcoming workshops, design new course material, um, come up with with uh, new workshops, and and do kind of boring business admin stuff. But then <laughs> the fun starts when we get into the schools. Well, that's actually really awesome. <laughs> And thank you for coming on Hi Kids and teaching us about your organization, the Junior Engineers for Africa, and about robotics.